Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. I'm very, 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 very happy to, to see you. Uh, how are you, my friends? Good. Over there. I'm here. Yes, you are. And you are pretty substantial in your own world and and for your own rights. And I'm, I'm so pleased. Um, we talked a little bit about it before we started. But before we go do that, I have to tell you that I'm... I'm, 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 I hope you don't mind, but I'm moving you. Okay. Oh, see, you're so easy. <laughs> you're so easy. I'm moving you to, uh, um, my new, uh, channel, which is called positive talk radio. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're going to be doing that. Uh, actually you're going to be on both of them here. You're going to be on my independence report and positive talk radio for, <laughs> for this one. And my, and my boss has uh, given us the okay that uh, she thinks what you have to say, the manner that you have to say it, and what you're all about is nothing short of friggin' phenomenal. And so we would, we would like you to continue to be with us on an ongoing basis and to participate on KKNW 1150 AM and stuff because you have a lot of value that you bring to the show, to uh, our guests, our customers, which is our listeners. Um, and I want to, first of all, thank everybody who's listening to this now and in the future that uh, this, this, this chick has got it all going on. I shouldn't, <laughs> talk about shouldn't even say that is, that is probably not appropriate for me to be to saying that. But, but this, this young lady is, is nothing short of, phenomenally incredible and uh she's uh, her name is dana parker she's a life coach go to uh innerworldmovement.com and you can find out all more about her she's wrapping up and i want to talk about this she's wrapping up a a um, um a seminar called reclaim you and uh, she's going to be doing another one in january um i would recommend highly that you get in contact with her right now because her schedule, as they say, is filling up. And uh, Dana, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? What's your email? Yeah, it's info at innerworldmovement.com. And you can get all the info about Dana and what she's doing, and you can figure out for yourself uh, that she is somebody that is worth the working with and talking to. And so, so there. So, okay, got all the commercials out of the way. How are you, my friend? So good. So, so good. Well, good. Every time I see you, you've got this beautiful smile on your face. Um, it doesn't seem to matter what's going on in your life. Um, yeah. You know, and a lot of people have got that, uh, woe is me, my life sucks kind of thing. And, and right. you, you, you have banished that to the leather, nether region, regions. So you don't well, have to I, You that. know what? I actually still experience that. I just know 
how to um, not let it drag on and affect my whole day. And that's the power of what I teach and the tools that I've learned is, is I understand and I experience normal human experiences. I mean, my life isn't exactly what I want it to be in this exact moment. I have a vision, but I think that that, that is, that's forever evolving and changing for all of us. And in the process, I understand the balance of honoring my emotions as a human and stepping into my joy and fulfillment and magic. Those are my three words, soul fulfilling, joy and magic. Like that's what I want my life to feel like regularly. And I know how to cultivate that. I know how to tap into that feeling. I know how to, to grow that and expand that because I practice and I'm very in tune with my emotional self. So yeah. I and learned... Kevin, you bring out the best in me. I love talking with you. It's like talking to an old friend and like, hi, hi, I'm so glad we're connecting. It's so fun. It is. I, I have to tell you, there's so much going on in my little itty bitty world that it, it's, it really is fun. And, and uh, a lot of it has to do with people like you. Um, I've been, a, I've been around the block a little bit, my friend, and I know a good coach from a, uh, okay coach and, and somebody that can, that can really uplift people and to help them understand that they're in control of who they are. I wanted to ask you a question though. Um, yeah. we've got a, we're playing with a new slogan for positive talk radio. Love um, it. And let me tell you what it is. And you tell me, um, um, I think it it goes like this, um, making connections with courage and love mm. or making or connecting or no connecting with others with courage and love. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. That's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. I love that. I think it takes courage to connect at all. You know, that courage that it takes to really connect on a real level with somebody and truly be vulnerable, it is pure courage. Anytime someone comes into my world, like last night I did a, a live event um, here locally with a bunch of women, and some of them have never met me. And they opened up and shared things in their heart that, that maybe they've never really shared with anyone. And that that is the gateway for real connection when you do that in the right time and right space with the right people who can honor and respect those parts of your heart. Um, that's real connection. And it takes courage. Like she she was shaky sharing these things. And and for me, it's an honor just to show up and just love people in that and to mirror to them. That's pure courage. And and I am inspired by your willingness to open up and I respect that space. And so, yeah, I totally believe that. And love is such a fascinating word, isn't it? <laughs> All you need is love. That's what, that's right? what John Lennon said. Well, and when we say love, everyone's brain goes to something different, you know? It does. Some people, some people really do... Um, like something I've noticed uh, as I've observed people in, in these different areas of, of love is um, they will make a statement of control like um, I really don't think you should do that in your life or I really think you should be doing this in your life and I'm just telling you that because I love you and, and to me I'm like <laughs> Wait, can we go back? Can we go back and, and 
Um, can we can we walk through that for a minute? <laughs> you want me to show up a certain way so you feel good and, and so that you're happy that I'm following status quo um, so you can have all the feel goods and you just want me to do what you want me to do all under this guise of love. It's tricky. Oh, what a nasty thing to say to somebody, you know, and but I've heard that until you brought it up the way you just brought it up. I've heard that uh, from a lot of people in a lot of ways. It's like, you know, I'm only saying this because I love you. Right. It's, it's like, no, you're only saying this because you want to be mean. Yeah. That sometimes people will tag on the love statement to justify what they're saying. And, and what I invite people into is before you say it, think about what you're saying. Are you trying to control somebody because it makes you feel good? Like our children are the greatest examples of it. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're, they're masters at it. Oh, and we're masters at manipulating them all in the name of love. Because as parents, we often find ourselves defining um you know, how good we are, worthy we are based on our children's results, you know, taking personally, like if my children get bad grades, oh, I'm a bad mom. Wait, what? This person, this, this human being, his actions, his or her, I just have boys, so it automatically goes to his, um, his actions mean I'm a bad mom. That's interesting. And, and to shame him for getting bad grades, all in the name of I'm doing this because I love you is, is not really a healthy pattern. Now, I'm not saying there's not natural consequences and speak about boundaries, but we can do it in a new way that is more loving, is more supportive, that is collaborative with, with our children, you know, and, and really check in. What are your motives behind what you're saying? Do you need someone else to show up a certain way so that you feel good about you as a parent, as a friend, as a person? Do you need people to show up to all your parties? And if you don't, you feel you, you know, you're feeling negatively and you're feeling bad because they didn't show up a certain way. Those are all your own stories. And, and we blame and tag it on other people. This is called radical accountability. And it's, it's a hard way to live at first, but it is liberating. There's no growth and change without radical accountability. You know, you, you just know, reminded me of something that goes back, back 60 years. years. Well, no. Well, no. 55 That's older 55. than me. Huh? That's older than me. Yeah. Well, no. It, it, what happened was my brother and I, we always went to church. We were Lutherans. We always went to church every Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Every Sunday, we always went to church. Sunday school, and then we would, and then my mom would drop us off for Sunday school, go home, and then come back and then go to church, and we always went to church. One day, my brother said, I don't want to go to church today, and so let's walk home. And me being the younger kid, well, if he says it, I get to do it. And so we started walking home, and we're walking down the major highway, which is Lake City Way, and we see my mom coming in the opposite direction because she's coming to, uh, uh, to, to go to church with us, and she slams on the brakes, and we get in the car and she starts to cry and she's crying because and saying i failed i oh. failed i failed miserably but she wasn't doing that to do anything other than to make us feel bad right i just discovered that you yeah. 
that was the, the whole motive for her to do that was to right. solicit a, the response that she wanted from us. Oh, mom, I'm sorry. We didn't mean that, you know, and, and so the, it's amazing when you put it into terms like that, how different, how, how manipulative people can be. And they might not even know that they're doing they it. They don't. That's the thing to remember. They don't know. They're emotionally manipulating, but they don't know it because they grew up that way. That's all they knew. And there was a story inside of her that she's failed, but what's your intention for sharing that? Is it to get somebody to change their actions or is it just to express and say, this is my story and I, I'm going to work through it. And it's, it's really hard when this happens for me and, and I'm going to go within, I'm going to take, take accountability and responsibility. That's my story. You guys um, get to choose what you want to. I invite you to church. I invite you to continue. Here's the pros. Um, here's here's possible cons. Who knows? And I could be wrong. But there you go. You get to choose. You're you're a human being with free will. You know. And you, what's interesting about that is she never brought any of that up. She right. never asked. So um, why don't you want to go to church? Yeah. It's like, well, mom. It's a bunch of old people and it's very boring. Other than that, it's a waste. It's, you know. <laughs> it's a bunch of old people and it's really boring and they say the same things all the time. <laughs> say, yeah, it's like it's like they repeat the same crap over and over and over again. I have to be quiet. I have to sit still or you're going to spank me. I don't know any reason why I want to go there. I have no clue why. I, <laughs> I get nothing. I get nothing out of it. And, and then, of course, that would have been. Uh, round two of I've failed because you don't understand the importance of going to church and because it's just people are it's just amazing how people are and, and but that oh, just that was just a story and that was a story that I told my life myself for a lot of years okay you got to be you got to go to church you got to sit down you got to be quiet you got to you know yeah. and all that stuff so. yeah and we all have these stories every single one of us is a human I've worked with people all over the world everywhere china switzerland italy um everywhere africa and coaching on a real level when you're getting to the root the root story everyone has them every single person on this planet has them and experiences them i still even do life's still happening for me life's still evolving and growing i'm still having new experiences especially like like i noticed i i'm seeing someone Kind of, and <laughs> we're both, we're in a kind of a funny place where he's, he's uh, also still dating and I'm still dating and, and uh, with lots of good reason. And um, it's interesting, the, the stories as I observe them. So I'm really blessed to have these tools, these default tools now because I've been using them for like 12 plus years, right? I, and, and it's really fascinating, <laughs> these stories. So we've been seeing each other for like a, like six-ish, seven-ish months. Like, I don't know the exact time, but since, you know, first part of the year. And um, and in my mind, there's a story that keeps going off of, if he really loved me, he'd commit. Ah. That's so funny. And as I start looking in and like challenging those things, because even when I notice this, even when he says, I just want you to know that I love you. And he's genuinely offering his love. That story. Oh, if you loved me, you would really, you'd commit. It rejects his love. How rude is that? <laughs> That's rude. 
He's freely offering his love and I'm rejecting it because of a ridiculous story. Not only that, you're calling him a liar at the same time. I'm a liar. And it literally came out of my mouth last week. And I was like, we both know you don't. And I was like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> and within a couple seconds, I was like, I'm sorry. That's my story. And that was really rude of me to reject your love. And I'm actively working on that. I'm really sorry. And he's like, I forgive you. I know. I know it's your story. I'm like, thank you. You're wonderful. And what's, what's wonderful about that is it puts me into a space of power. And it puts me into a space of understanding. Like, there's just, and so I started digging, you know, a little bit. And like, okay, why do I have that story? What's my biggest fear? Why do I, like, need him to commit right now? And I started digging into stuff. And it goes back to just cultural generational stuff, you know, that, I can't be financially successful as a woman without a man in my life. And that's just not accurate. And that was the root of me wanting him to commit. Okay, so now I gotta go work on some of that cultural stuff. And it's so, it actually has become fun for me. Like fun, like, whoa, look what I just found. Let's do this. And yesterday I had a really incredible session with my coach. And today I'm feeling like a different woman. Like. I, I'm feeling incredible, like things are moving forward and, and he's such a gift. The fact that he won't commit because in his heart there's something that says it's not right yet. I respect that first of all, because <laughs> I think it'd be really easy to commit to me quickly because I really am amazing as a partner and he's honoring himself, he really is. And, and it's giving me an opportunity to look deeper. That's the gift of a relationship. That's the gift of, of choosing into relationships with these tools. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. So now, so now you, don't, you don't need you a don't man. Need a just, man. Just, just have him leave his checkbook. Yeah, I don't need a man to be financially successful. No way. I, I, nothing that story. I choose not to participate in that story anymore as a woman. I'm out. I'm out and I'm actively rewiring my brain to be out of that and into sovereignty. I'm financially sovereign as a woman, period. That's my new statement for myself. That's where I'm putting my energy. That's where I'm putting my focus. And that's what I want. And I desire to experience that and help well, other women. Well, and see, and that's the other thing is if you, if you are saying to yourself, I cannot be financially stable alone as a woman you know what the universe is going to give you that that well look where i'm at it's been a, a core fear of mine and look divorce and financially i i'm the provider i i ended up here <laughs> like that's exactly where i ended up look i did it and all in the name of finding these things that are calling for love and healing and for me, I see it as a gift because when I find these things, then I understand culturally and generationally what other women are carrying, and then I can go help them because I've helped myself. And and that's the fun part to me that I get so excited about when I do this work and when I'm freeing myself of these things. It's like, okay, now I get to go help other women with it. Let's do this, you know? And it's so, it's so exciting for me and so much fun to have women show up 
and to teach them how to reconnect themselves and the true healthy feminine power that we each have. That's an honor. Oh, absolutely. And I got to ask you because, uh, um, I know, are you done? Are you at the end of reclaim you this, this, uh, trip or you still got a couple of sessions? We, we end the week before Thanksgiving. So we still have a couple of sessions. How's it going? So good, Kevin. Just, I mean, these women, I'm so impressed. I, I already feel like their lives have changed forever. And I, I am, what's amazing for me, because this is my first, this is the, the pilot program of like, this is over $100,000 in investment. This is 12 years of my life and experience packed into 12 weeks <laughs> to help give women a strong foundation of what I've learned so that their growth can be faster than mine. I had to learn a lot of what not to do, what to do. There's there's times I invest in things that I'm like, oh, okay, that's I don't think so. Like that's not that wasn't it. But thank you for showing me contrast. All right, next. <laughs> and it's been an incredible journey, and it's such a freaking gift to be able to compact everything and to say, here, here, ladies, here's how you reclaim you reclaim your life and and it's amazing how like i have women who've done a lot of work i have i have women who just this is their very first time and every one of them is experiencing ahas and profound moments that i think will have a ripple effect and change their life forever one woman spoke up and she she said i was a week away from divorce before before your group coaching dana and we, we got together as a group just for a bonus session. I had them all over to my house this weekend. And she said, she said, this is going to be so hard to say, but I'm going to say it. She's like, I've come to the realization that I am at least half the problem. And, and she said, I had no clue. I thought it was just him. And I said, and so does everyone else <laughs> who's in the situation you were in. Normal. You're so normal. And it's so common and it's really easy to see everyone else's stuff and it's harder to see our own. And so she's like, I know divorce is not the answer because I have work to do. And I'm like, yes, that's the answer. Do your work and then, and then make the decision. That's empowerment. Was she able to have a conversation with him or was he, is this all about, the work that she needs to do or is she learning some tools that you're giving her to help with him and to bring him into it yep balance so there's i really am a huge advocate of you do your work take accountability and responsibility and then um have conversations accountably in accountability meaning inviting the other into a new way of doing a relationship in an accountable way, knowing that they have choice to say yes or no, but you're doing it and you're inviting them into a new way of relationship and, and giving people the words and the verbiage and the phrase and, and having them like write it out and then going over with them and saying, okay, here's some things that I would just shift this, this, and this. And um, here's how I'd go about it. And even like, testing it out. Sometimes people, it does really well to role play and try different words on 
you know, I've done that before. And so to give, to be in that space for her where she now she has both. She knows how to work on her stuff. She knows how to work through her stuff. And she has that support in this group and with me. And she knows how to speak up now. Because that was one of her biggest things is she just kept her lips sealed. Stuff it. And just smile. <laughs> and that, 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 that never works. No. And she's re recognizing that. And she's recognizing it's important to speak up in the moment, too. And sometimes it's important to, to not speak up, go do the healing work, and then have a conversation when you're more calm. She's learning how to balance that. That is so powerful. That will change every relationship. Women and men who will learn these tools will transform, 100% transform the relationship as you apply it. Isn't it true also that when she came to him and said, uh, that we needed to make some some changes in our relationship. He had a choice at that moment. He yep. could have said, he could have said, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm really pretty happy with what things the way they're going. And right. if you, if you leave me, oh well, then that's just one less mouth to feed. Right. Um, or or yes, I I, I want things to be better. And mm -hmm. the, he gave her the answer already. Mm -hmm. By, yeah. by being willing to participate that yeah. must in your world that just must make you feel like doing a happy dance it does it absolutely does it is it is incredible to experience that and to give women this power that guess what if he chooses not to you still have the power you still get to decide what you do with that and you get to choose and you can do whatever. And and I know every part of your body probably says, you know, I need a man in order to survive. Every part of you. But we can work on that. So that when you do decide it's time to go, that you feel empowered, that you feel strong, that you have a plan. And that you can move forward. And, and that's powerful. This is the first, Kevin, this is like a really big time in history for women. Yes, this, it is. I just want to say it. It's a big time. Because inside we have all of these like codes and, and our DNA is wired to be codependent and attached to a man. And for the first time in history, we have the tools to mentally and emotionally change those things and therefore change our ability to choose. We're upping our agency by looking within. And I get so excited about it. So excited. Well, and I'm I'm here to tell you that one of my missions in life is is the fact that um, men have got to change. Yeah, we cannot continue as a, as a as a sex or a species, whatever you want to call us, um, um, in the way that our parents did, the way that our dads did, the way that even our older older siblings did. You cannot mm -hmm. operate that way anymore because if you do, you're trying to then keep the person down who is trying to live their life to the fullest and to become who they really are. Yeah, I agree. And and as and as you're men, down. yeah, you're holding yourself down too. Because yeah. the relationship that you can have with somebody who feels complete, total. Mm -hmm happy thriving 
is beyond anything that you will have experienced so far. Mm-hmm. You get I, to choose. Now you can you can continue to go down the road of the, the, the and talking about the guys here, of, yeah. of trying to be controlling, trying yeah. trying to have it all your own way, yeah. and you can find a woman who's willing to put up with that for a while. A little bit, but eventually it will change. The women are changing. And and that's the conversations I'm having with men right now. Women are changing. And you can choose to change right now. And you can actually be a trailblazer and a leader in this change. Um, you get to. And if you choose not to, then you might find a woman that will be with you for a time in that. But women are changing at a rapid pace. And, and we're doing it. And we're standing in our power. And it's incredible what's happening. And that soon will be an out dated cultural thing that women are weak that they they're you own them that they are yours that um they're codependent on you that they need you no we want you absolutely we want to be with you we desire we deserve however you want to say it but the the whole i need a man is is running its course and and we're at the end we're at the end well, <laughs> beginning of the end <laughs> and there are lots of guys out there who don't need to be needed i mean who don't who do, don't yeah. deserve to be needed because they've they've got an attitude that isn't going to fly in in right. a modern society right and and no too it will spread into business it will spread into money it will spread everywhere and and soon that old masculine way of dominating won't even work in business it won't. It will. It will expire there too. And um, men who dominated once were successful, and that's just not going to happen anymore. We get. We deserve to come into a balance. Actually, a great book for any men listening that want to um, learn what. What is this? How do I do my healing? What does it look like? What What are the possibilities? Um, look up the book, The New Alpha Male, by. Lance Allred. He's an NBA player. And any woman, yeah, Lance Allred, L-A-N-C-E-A-L-L-R-E-D, the new alpha male. And any women who want to be enlightened on the potential of what we deserve in a man, read the book. Read the book. I, I've, I've had tears reading the book. I've, I've literally cheered out loud, thanking Lance for being a man in the NBA, being so manly and standing up and speaking about these things. And I've cheered him on and I've been so excited. And, and to me, the new alpha male is, it's, it's a brilliant um, depiction of what it might look like to be that new version of a healthy male. Can you give us a, 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 a peek under the blanket of this, as it were, uh, just kind of give us an idea of what, what, <laughs> what See, we're waiting for, what we're headed they're for. All, um, so it's the seven principles of perseverance. And he talks about his career in basketball. He was one of the very first legally deaf um, NBA players in history. And he talks about his, um, 
his experience in the MBA with, with the old alpha male, the new alpha male, what he learned about himself, his pitfalls in the old ways, um, meaning that pride, that dominance, that not taking accountability for one's stories and emotions and experiences. He calls men to really take accountability and responsibility for their emotions. It's time to tap into that again and why it's important. He talked about radical accountability in a way that I just, I love, I love. Like, it would be a dream of mine to, he's from Utah, so I'm like, if I could meet him, and if I could speak with him, it would be so much fun. It would just be amazing. I would love it. But Let me, let me change that. When you meet him. When I meet him, when I speak with him, it would be so incredible. It will just, be so incredible. Because you will. Oh, I would love every second. Like, <laughs> and and there are more and more people, more and more guys are coming out like that, that, yeah. that are saying, you know, we need to be accountable for our actions. We okay. need to uplift people and not denigrate people and to keep yeah. them down and yep. stuff. And that would be, that would be awesome. So I, I'll, I'll have, I'll have my people. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Cause he's got a book out there and will you co-host with me and help me interview him? Oh, it would be so much fun. I would be like a, a girl, a little girl at Christmas time. It would be <laughs> so much fun. Cause Lance ideas, Allred, right? Yeah. Lance Allred. His ideas are just so similar to what I believe and what I'm teaching too. He just, speaks to it from the male perspective and males right now really hear from males best. That's the reality. And I look forward to the day that that adjusts and change changes. And for now, males really, especially the ones who hold a lot of the male stuff, they just hear from males really well. And so I get so excited that someone like him, who's, who is um, that alpha male is speaking to this new way of living for men. Well, and, and the reality is it's going to have to come from a alpha male. Yeah. Uh, because it, it can't come from a guy like me because they'll just say, ah, yeah, well, you like women uh, or whatever. But uh, the, it, it's got to come from a guy that that um, um, NBA God. basketball player has women yeah. throwing themselves at him all the time for either yeah. his looks, his money, or prestige and yeah. stuff. And, and he recognizes that no, that's just not appropriate. And so, yeah. so I would like, and the name of the book again is The New Alpha Male. New Alpha. So you'd recommend this to any of the ladies that are listening yes. to um this is what you do. <clears throat> are you ready? Yeah. You buy the book, The New Alpha Male yep. by Lance Allred, and then put it on the back of the toilet. And sooner yeah. or later, he's gonna read it. Yeah, <laughs> he might. Yes. Not, he might not come out of the bathroom for thirty minutes or forty-five minutes, but that's okay. You can read it in there. Yeah, no, that's a brilliant idea. Yes, and for women, what it does for us is it's putting into our consciousness and our awareness the type of man that we deserve, the new type of man. Because there's so many women that have had this experience of this only the certain kind of man, the old alpha male. You know, they grew up with a dad like that, and and the men in their life have showed up like that. 
And so Lance, what he's doing is, and when women read this book, this is really what I feel is taking place is it's bringing into their conscious awareness. Oh, this is the standard. This is the new way. This is what I deserve. And, and it's, it's not that we're like really quick to just get rid of all the men in our life that aren't that. We deserve to be patient and we deserve to do our own healing. And we get to be that too. That's not just the new alpha male. That everything in there is for women too. Those principles, you, if you want someone like that, you live that. You be that. You embody that to the best of your ability. I'm not calling for perfection, recovering perfectionist, just progress. And work towards that in your life. You be that woman, and those men will show up. They will. They, they will. And they and uh, they'll be really proud to be there too. Oh yeah. You know that's what and, we all deserve. You know, I, I just love these conversations I have with you because you are you are just so dynamic, and <laughs> you are so positive, and 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 the things that you have to say are just so real. Um, and, and, and stuff. And even, even when things go, don't go perfectly well in, yeah. in your life, you're, you're able to take it and say, okay, what's next? Yeah. It's because I've changed my relationship with life itself. I've changed my relationship of how I see it. I used to be under this idea that, um, if I was good enough, then God would bless me with um, whatever it is that I want. And when he didn't, it's because I did something wrong. And and as I unsubscribe to that and subscribe to a new idea that everything happens for me, everything is for my good, and that God and the universe hear my heart's desires. And, and they're at a 10 always for those desires. And when, they, when it doesn't happen in the time frame that I think, there's something that I get to give up within me, something I get to surrender within me in order to be in alignment with that thing, something I get to love within me that's just not in alignment with that thing quite yet. And so to me, I'm like, everything happens for me. It's a mirror for me. You know, this guy that's not willing to commit, it's a gift right now. It's a gift because it's, it's really calling me to dig deep. And to look at these cultural things that I've carried and to stand as a sovereign woman, that's incredible. And because it will have a ripple effect to thousands of women. As I do the work, it affects other women. So everything in life happens for me. Everything is a gift. You and I have talked about this before. And it bears repeating. Yeah. And it's just one word. It's called trust. Yeah. You trust that the life that you have, the life that's been given to you, the life that your your soul dictated that mm-hmm. you were going to have this life, yeah. and you just get to trust that you keep doing the work, you do the best you can, you work at, at, at whatever it is that you want to do, and you trust that in its own good time, Mm-hmm. everything will work exactly the way it's supposed to. If this doesn't work, it opens up another window of that, that something good can happen. I'll, let me give you an example. Uh, there's a good friend that I talk to her on a regular basis, and she's got this guy that is noncommittal, and it's just kind of in and out, and he wants to go do other stuff and stuff. And, and I, I, I 
I haven't told her yet, but maybe one of these days I will tell her that perhaps it is by divine intervention that that's not supposed to happen yet because you've got too much work and you're affecting too many people. And if you get all socked up, if this person gets all socked up in a relationship and, and gets, and then that becomes primary, um, then, then there is a lady, a woman out there that desperately needs her guidance and support. Who's not going to get it. So maybe she should, uh, just let it flow and and wait until what happens happens and and see what happens because she is right now you are in the what I call the flow of life and you are able to help people in an amazing way and uh, that's 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 your passion that's what you should be doing yeah Kevin were you talking about a friend or I can't help but think that you were talking about me. <laughs> Well, let me, was, well, let me put it to you this so way. Much fun. Yeah. That was <laughs> such a fun journey for me. So I'm like, oh yeah, this friend. I'm like, wow, wow, she's, I can relate to her. And then no, all no. of a sudden, I'm like, oh wait, this is me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was putting it into a third person just, just, just for fun. But uh, oh, I loved it. It was a great journey for me. <laughs> but I tell you, you are. Um, the, the gift that you have and those, the, the women who came to the course, and by the way, she's doing it again yes. in January. Do you have yes. a date set yet? I don't. I don't have that yet. It'll be January, the end of January, beginning of February. So stay tuned. Go to yes. innerworldmovement.com. Yeah, I already have people that are on my, on the, that wanted to be put on the list. So people reaching out and being like, I'm, I'm in for that course. So put me on your list. So you don't know. how many, how many people are you going to take this time? Um, that's a good question. I haven't really taken the time to tune into that yet. It will be uh, substantially more, uh, than, than this last time. And, um, but it will be equally as, as, uh, beneficial for everybody because what, you know, the thing is what I'm, what I'm hearing a lot of is, all I want is connection with like-minded people. Yep. People that are going through the same stuff as me. So then I realize that I'm not alone. That's one of the beautiful things about courses like this. And, and I can't every single week, every week, there's a woman that's like me too in this course. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you experienced that too. Whoa, you know, and even little things like we'll do a guided meditation and they'll end up sharing what they where they were and what they experienced in the meditation. And there will be two women in the group that went to the exact same place because that's what they're passionate about in uh, anywhere in the world. And they picked one exact place. Both of them did. It was incredible. And just just having moments like that. There's so much power for women in coming together and healing as a group synergistically. I, I can't even tell you the progress is so great when women come together. Men, I think, do really well individually right now. I think that's really good. And and maybe there are groups of men that are experiencing that same thing. Um, it's possible. But women just have, it's like a group effort. It's about community, it's about connection. And women thrive in that when they have that. You you guys, I say this uh, as as far as 
and women go they, you are able to drop the pretenses in in many cases the yeah. the i'm better than you i make more money than you did you see what that guy's driving i couldn't afford that for it and he's got a boat and his wife is beautiful okay she's 20 years younger and the original one he traded in for this one um you know but i mean it, we we the guys are too competitive we don't we don't look at it in a way that that makes us makes a whole lot of sense to anybody other yeah. than <laughs> other than i want to be richer than him and i want to have a better job and, and uh, i want to have a prettier wife and my kids mm -hmm. need to be the star quarterback on the football team uh, and, you know, and that bleeds over that bleeds over into the relationship with women yeah i i have to be better than the woman i have to be stronger provide more she can't make more money than me she can't be stronger than me da -da 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 -da. the list goes on and on and on yeah and it, 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 the ego. Uh, Women have an ability to drop their ego most of the time. It's a little bit easier than men at this point in time, but I think that's changing too. Well, and I, I see most of the time, I see women who are having a heartfelt interaction with another woman. That mm -hmm. can't, in my, in my experience, that's very difficult to find another male that you can actually have that kind of dialogue unless they've been through the work, unless they've done the work, um, you know, and it's, so it's very difficult to find those guys mm -hmm. because we're all about competition and who's got the bigger, you know, well, I won't go there. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's true though. And what's so interesting is this is what causes the perpetual cycle of, chasing things outside of you for men, chasing things outside of them and needing things outside of them to validate their worth, the car, the truck, the trophy wife. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to men that are tied to how my wife looks is a direct reflection of how I am as a man or how worthy I am. That's fascinating. And that is culturally in the DNA. That's culturally wired in men um, because of how things were set up. Yeah, especially if you have been in your, if in your life you mm -hmm. came into this world and your dad was five foot six and your mom was four foot 11, chances are you're going to be five, five or so. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to weigh 130 pounds and you're going to get on most of the time because you're just a little guy. So what do you do? You go buy the biggest goddamn truck you can find. Right. To make up for it. <laughs> to make up for it. You, yeah. Not every man does that. The short and gets your little and gets the truck. But it's, it, is a, it is a stereotype that we see often. I and, play a game with myself. Didn't mean to interrupt, but I play a game with myself. When I see a great big truck like that, I drive by and look at the driver specifically to see if he can see over the steering wheel. Uh, I do the same thing. That is so funny. When I see a huge truck, I'm I'm always fascinated. Like I'm I'm gonna see who gets out of that truck. I want to see. I'm interested, and I will wait. I'll sometimes I'll wait and be like, I'm waiting to see who gets out of that truck. Because this is going to be fun to see. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's funny. 
And it's not that I'm laughing at them. It's the idea. It's the idea that a truck can make you more worthy or a better man. It's that idea that's funny to me. Like, no truck is going to fill that for you. And the truck will get old, and then you're going to chase something else. You're going to chase the next woman. You're going to chase the, the next raise. You're going to chase this money, that money. And you might compromise yourself in, in, in the process and your integrity to do so because of it. And then what? And then at the end of your life, then what? You look back on your life, you're not gonna care about how much money you made. You're not gonna care about the truck you had in your 30s. Like, yeah, those things might bring temporary joy, but at, at your, your deathbed, you're gonna care about who's around you, the people in your life, how you made a difference here the lives that were affected and, and goals that you had because you wanted them because they were soul-fulfilling, because your soul was calling for that expansion. That's what people are going to care about. And you know what? To me, this is part of what I do in my coaching is when people want things outside of them, I'm like, why? What is that going to do for you? It's a good question. What is That's that gonna a do? hard question. It is. It is because there's, there's your mask going to be accountable. You know, like there's some stories there. Let's address that. I'm not saying you can't have the truck. I'm saying let's address the story or you can't have that trophy wife or that woman. Let's address the story because that is, that is a hole in that bucket that you're trying to fill that will never be filled by that. And it will be unfulfilled through your whole life until you fill it. So fill the hole. And then check in and see if you still want the truck. Know you're worthy. Embody worthiness. And then see if you still want that woman with the perfect body. Perfect body. You know? And, and see if that's still important to you. Then you really know. Then you really know what you value. And I'm not saying it's not even wrong to want a woman who's beautiful and, and good looking. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the story. You know, and what's interesting about all that is that even drop dead gorgeous, quote unquote, drop dead gorgeous nines and tens women, they don't believe that that's who they are. No. They have got no. their own insecurities, their own. Look at look at that butt. It's flabby and or whatever, you know, it, it's so we I'm all. At the gym. I'm at the gym in the morning. I can hear all their thoughts. <laughs> I know what they're thinking. And it's in the consciousness for women. We deserve to unplug from that. It, it is, and 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 it's why the the um the makeup and hair and and beauty industry is booming because it's overcompensation. It is, and we're all learning to unwire from that. Not again. I'm not saying there's like I get my lashes done. I love having lashes. I have my nails done. I love those things. Do they define who I am as a woman? No. Do they bring me joy? Do I feel put together? Do I feel professional and confident? Yes. That's I why I do it for me. Well, you do it for the right reasons. Yeah. It's it's an, it's not a matter of uh, making yourself uh, all gussied up for the for the uh, other sex because. You know, the, a real men don't even look at that stuff. I couldn't tell you if if you were to line up 10 pairs of shoes, and I used to be a lady shoe salesman. If you lined up 10 pairs of shoes and, and 
and said, which one does your is your wife's favorite and wears the most often? I couldn't have told you at all because it doesn't enter my world, doesn't enter my consciousness. But there are women all over. Nordstrom's made their name on selling women's shoes and right. selling them a bunch of shoes that uh, that because they think it'll make them more glamorous yeah. or more beautiful. Well, part of the issue there is that, you know, when a woman dresses nice, her hair's good, she has a confidence. And I think it's really the confidence that men are attracted to. It's that that inner that inner energy that she carries in herself. And but they don't know how to word that because they can't see it. And and men, it's like I can't see it. I don't know what it is. Um, and so I'm just gonna name what I can see. And so and unfortunately, we haven't um, put into words. Uh, like what it really is for a woman and yeah and we're we're getting there it's it's inside though it's the inside and the outside matches and what's interesting is like a woman who dresses nice like and that's what she has and she goes to the gym like that's what she has she's not confident inside she worries about her looks all the time she has serious anxiety she's always thinking people are talking about her you know she carries lots of baggage um, is that, is that going to be a long-term working strategy for a good relationship? Nope. It's, is and... that really what you want to choose into? Cause she's hot. Cause, and this is why even the hottest of women can end up in divorce. Oh yeah. Happen, happens all the time. All and, the time. And, and oh, by the way, there's something called the aging process that you can do very little about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and plus the fact that that you had, once a, a woman has some kids, there's going to be some some issues that that, that are kind of irreparable yeah. because you have you have just not destroyed, but your you body have, goes through amazing yeah. gyrations. Yeah, your body has changed and shifted, and as you get older, your body does, and that's part of it. Hormones change, which can affect weight, which, which can affect everything, and if you're defined. If you as a woman define your worth based off of how your body looks, aging is going to be rough. Right. Rough, rough life. Got a real quick and, story for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> years ago, when I was an assistant manager at Denny's, yeah, we had a bartender. Her name was Sam. Yeah. Short for Samantha. Uh, Samantha, to put it kindly, was plain. Um. She looked all right, but she was very, very plain. However, she had the most dynamic personality of anybody I've ever met. She was the bartender, the main bartender at night in this little bar. It was like a 25-seat bar. and um, But she always knew your name. She always had a joke for you. She was always fun. She was always a real, real live wire, a really... Mm -hmm great person As a matter of fact for her birthday she the, the the place was standing room only and she got three birthday cakes whoa because everybody knew it was her birthday wow. everybody was excited to see her and she wow. was at best very plain but yeah. everybody loved her it has yeah. nothing to do with the looks it has to do with what you allow out of yourself as yeah. far as your personality goes yeah i agree and anyone who's listening that's in the single world, 
and, and you're making lists of what you want in a relationship, you deserve, you deserve to study up on what makes a good long-term relationship. And, and there are lots of great avenues out there. Um, great places to look, but you deserve to put more of what makes a, a good relationship long-term work than outside stuff. And, and outside stuff is great. Again, there's nothing wrong with having a preference of, you know, I have preferences. I'm a six foot woman. Something on my list is a man who's at least six feet tall or taller. Six, four would be ideal for me. That's just part of, of, and that's okay. I totally desire and deserve that. And and that's one of the things on my list. But I you're, also have other things on my list. You're six feet tall? I am. Well, I'm six that, feet tall lets, as a woman. That lets me out. Legs for days. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a really hard time learning to walk as a kid. I'd walk into walls all the time. My dad, teases, he looked at my mom one day and he was like, should we take her to the doctor? Is there something wrong with her? Because she keeps knocking into things. My mom's like, no, it's just those legs. She's learning how to, how to deal with those. Those are big. <laughs> those are really long. They're really man. long. Take some practice. <laughs> exactly. But, but I imagine that standing in front of a room full of people, you are an impressive person to, uh, to be standing there. Can you imagine, Kevin, with this big personality? I'm six feet. I mean, it's a good thing that I have a that I'm tall because there's lots of energy that comes through me and lots of passion and joy. And yeah, I definitely, I would agree, I do stand out in a room physically and energetically. <laughs> well, and I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'm. Uh, by the way, if you all of those things that she was just mentioning, that if you want to work on yourself, my suggestion is to go to innerworldmovement.com and go to info at innerworldmovement.com and talk to talk to dana about what's going on with you and um and join join her in and she can help you uh, it's it is amazing uh we we've been um hanging out now for what about six months yeah 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 it's like it's like every time i never get tired of talking with you it, there's always something new that's that's just really dynamic and you are you are just if you know you you i get to talk to you uh an hour a week so i don't have to hire you but uh, <laughs> uh, if you didn't have that opportunity i'd hire you in a heartbeat yes yes i so, love it so in, so go to innerworldmovement.com um she's dynamic she's going to be on my independence report as well as positive talk radio um the she by the way just so you know uh i have an i have an executive producer now did you know that what kevin i i have an executive producer who is now managing me as because i need to be managed that's and exciting it really is and yeah. uh, we are going to grow we're going to grow this brand and and make it really special and and she you have her her name is holly you have her seal of approval she Yay! thinks that you, that you are really dynamic and that you need a voice and you can help people um and that's exactly what i want to do and so yeah. we'll work together to get that done i'm excited i'm really excited to start taking some live calls too so because live calls are 
so much fun. So much fun for me. Off the spot, like, here we go. Let's do this. I love it. We're going to get that done. And I don't know when, but we are, you know, we're, we're building the brand. We're building all the, we're putting the business together. But right now I've got, I've got my independence report and positive talk radio have, has got websites. You should go to positive talk radio.net. Uh, yes. I've got all the episodes up there, both video and audio. Um, and for both of those sites and, um, and so we're going to be just growing quite a little bit. And, and the idea is to help as many people on the planet as possible. And you're part of that plan. Oh, Kevin, I appreciate you. It is such a joy talking with you. And I, it has been so fun to watch you grow. I have loved, I'm cheering you on. I've loved every second of it. And I'm so, so excited for you. This is what you were born to do. This is why you're here. I and you're doing couldn't agree with you more. I, yeah. I really, my, my goal and my mission in life is to, is to give you, to give your voice power and to be heard by as many people as possible. I'll be the conduit to get that done. Yes. To that. I you're, receive it. You're the one that, that, that has to take care of it. By the way, next time we talk, are we talking next Thursday by the, or Tuesday? Yep. Tuesday. Okay, we're it's one o'clock on Pacific on Tuesday, two o'clock central. And um Dana is is phenomenal. Next time you you use the word agency a lot. And I would like to get your definition of what agency is, but we're gonna wait till next week to yeah. talk about that because I su suspect it's a reasonably lengthy conversation. It is. So we're going to do that. And, and Dana, uh, is, there, is there anything you'd like to tell our audience now or in the future before we go? I just want to express my deepest gratitude for everyone listening, for taking the time to uh, listen to Kevin, to his show, um, to fill your life up with positive things. That's really how you make a difference um, on the daily in your life as you're filling your mind and your heart with positive ideas that are going to help you heal, help you move forward and take action. Find something from this call and figure out how to do something different in your life with it. And that's really the key to real lasting change. Don't let this be one ear out, one ear out the other. Really make a difference in your life. Choose in, choose in. That's what I have to say. Because it's your life and, and, and she's right. What you don't want to do is at the end of your days, when it's your last day on this planet, and we're all going to have one, you don't want to have any regrets that you left stuff on the table. Agreed. You want to take take it all out with you. You want to you want to be missed, but you want to be loved, and you want to mm -hmm. love, and you want to care. If you yeah. do all that, then then it's it's worth it because what you don't want to do, Dana, is you don't want to get up to heaven and St. Peter's at the gate saying, so what did you do in life? Well, I bought a pickup truck. We don't want that to be your crowning. No. no. And you don't want you don't want to say I did everything they told me to do. You don't want to do that either. No, you want to you want to do that. Uh, you followed your guides and and uh, you followed the, uh, the the your heart. Yep. And uh, that's that old saying from uh, 
Braveheart, your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. It's my favorite, my favorite thing in the entire world. Your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. Amazing. Thank you, Dana. And we'll see oh, you next, next Tuesday at one. You stay right there. I'm not done with you. Hey. Hold on. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independent Report.